Praise the Lord, everybody. It's so great to be in the house of the Lord, to worship with the greatest congregation in the whole entire world. If we could turn our Bibles to 1 Samuel chapter 16, and we'll ver- re- uh, start with verse 10, and we'll end with verse 13. While you're getting there, I would like to thank Pastor for giving me this special opportunity uh, to speak behind this sacred desk, to speak to this wonderful congregation. I want to give honor to my beautiful wife for staying by my side, my side, and I want to honor my parents for raising me in this truth. Shout amen if you have it. And it reads like this. Again, Jesse made seven of his sons to pass before Samuel. And Samuel said unto Jesse, The Lord hath not chosen these. And Samuel said unto Jesse, Are here all thy children? And he said, There remaineth yet the youngest. And behold, he keepeth the sheep. And Samuel said unto Jesse, Send and fetch him, for he will not for we will not sit down till he cometh hither. And he sent and brought him in. Now he was ruddy and with all of beautiful contingents, continents. I've been struggling with that word. And goodly to look to. And the Lord said, Arise and anoint him. For this is he. Then Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the midst of his brethren. And the Spirit of the Lord came upon David from that day forward. So Samuel rose up and he went to Ramah. For just a few moments, I would like to talk to you on this simple topic Will you be rewarded? If we could lay our Bibles down and close our eyes. Let's lift our voices to heaven. Let's forget about all the distractions that may be going on or what happened at work today or Monday. Lord Jesus, thank you for giving us another day, another opportunity to come into your house on a midweek to bring forth worship to you, Jesus. Lord, we can't thank you enough for all the sins that that you have taken away from us, O oh God. Lord, anoint the word tonight, Jesus. Open every heart, mind, and soul today. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. You may be seated. Nearly eight out of ten kids say they think discipline helps them behave better. A survey by Children's Magazine uh, has found, and 60% gave, uh, give participation trophies derived by some as a reward or just showing up, a thumbs up. The topic of whether only winners deserve trophies, 60% of kids surveyed say everyone deserves an award. Citing hard work and fairness as the main reasons 11 to 12-year-olds, that number drops to 46%. Former Pittsburgh Steelers linebacker 
James Harrison posted a, a diatribe against participation trophies for just participating earlier that year, including a promise to return the two such awards his sons received. He goes on to say, I'm not so sorry for believing that everyone in life should be earned, and I'm not about to raise two boys to be men by making them believe that they're entitled to something just because they tried their best. Because sometimes your best is not enough, and that should drive you to want to do better, not cry and whine until someone gives you something to shut up, shut you up and keep you happy. How many of you know that you have to work for the anointing? The anointing won't just fall on you. God won't reward those who don't put work into their ministry. One thing that really seeks to destroy the anointing of God is the spirit of do nothing. It is required of us to be hard workers if we want that anointing. You see, in the passage of Scripture, David was the only one anointed. His other brothers didn't get anointed. David actually put in the work. He was a shepherd boy who tended to the sheep. How many of you know we have to put in some work if we want the anointing in our lives? David was the youngest of eight brothers. David's three older brothers were part of King Saul's army, but David had to stay and tend to the sheep. Sometimes we have to start from the bottom and work our way up to the top. God isn't going to reward you the anointing if all you want is just a microphone. God is going to anoint or reward those who are willing to stay up late on a day in the week and give a Bible study or go clean the toilets of the men and women's bathrooms. Those who put in the work and dedication to his house, God will richly reward. It is often said by our pastor that the work of the Lord is in the trenches. God anoints those who are willing to get their hands dirty. I am thankful I sit under a man who always reminds me to remain a servant. I truly believe that there will always be rewards in beginning a servant for the in being a servant for the kingdom. Amen. David was anointed 3 times. You see in the passage that we just read, David is anointed to become king of Israel in the place of King Saul, who had been rejected by God. In 2 Samuel 2 and 4, you can read it, David is anointed to be king of Judah by the men of Judah. And then in 2 Samuel 5 and 3, David was anointed to be accepted as king, as king of Israel and the elders of Israel. The first anointing can be termed as the anointing of appointment by God. The anointing from God himself, not of man. It had to be done by Samuel, the prophet of the Lord. It was intended to kickstart David to the way to be king. However, though, David had been a sheep keeper. He therefore had to undergo a process of training to be a king in many things, such as character and how to relate with the Lord when in a kingly position. The second anointing had been by the men of Judah for him to become their king. David was yet to be accepted of Israel, 
Judah had all along been perceived to be a separate entity from the rest of Israel. David had been from the lineage of Judah and was therefore readily accepted as the king by the Judists when elsewhere in Israel. Judah is also the lineage of our Lord Jesus. According to how Jacob blessed his sons when he was about to die in Genesis uh, Pastor talked about it on Sunday, but in Genesis 49, 8 through 12, Judah was blessed to rule over his brothers until the coming of Jesus the Christ. But that is another topic altogether, that Judah is keenly over Israel. So this was the anointing of acceptance. David received the anointing of acceptance. Saul, on the other hand, only received the anointing of appointment. The third anointing was for David to inclusively be king over Israel. This as much was also the anointing of acceptance. Saul had died and much of Israel should be resisted the leadership of David. They had no alternative but to accept him as king over them. Now, your other question is, why did David have to wait seven whole years before sitting on the throne as king, yet he had already received the anointing of appointment? That he had to wait as long as seven years had been the Lord's making. David had to undergo drilling and proof exercises to be fully trained and strategically fit into the position. He had to be approved of both God and of man. To be anointed means God has seen the heart in you, but character is only acquired. David had the heart to be king, but he also had to acquire the character uh, of the same. Jesus, too, too, underwent drilling and proof exercises after which he is crowned king. A king not only by appointment, but a king by proof as well. It actually took Jesus 30 years of preparation, and he executed the job in only three years. For David, it was seven years of intense preparation, full of temptations, all of which David overcame. He was successful in kingly rule because he had acquired the character of a king, moreover, a king of Judah and Israel. When we align our character With our calling, we become such a powerful force. When we become exactly who God wants us to be, we we begin to see things fall into place. Saul, on the other hand, who had only received the anointing of appointment and not the anointing of acceptance and never underwent intense drilling and proof exercises to become king, failed terribly in his kingly rule. Even with being in ministry, if we do not serve, then we are failing. Can I get an amen? I can minister to you, but if I don't truly love and want to serve you, it won't work. We all want a place of being a We all must find a place of being a servant in order to thrive in our ministries. Many people have been appointed by God but they need a time to be trained to acquire the character. You don't just become what you have been appointed to be, 
you as well have to prove to be fit for the appointment in order to be accepted of God and men. After seven years, David David was readily accepted by both Judah and Israel. It did not happen overnight. But this also teaches us that our relationship is just as important with God as it is with man. God values man and he loves to co-work with them. Nobody should ever disregard man. The appointment is done by God. The proof is done by man. How you treat people will always affect your ministry. You are all called to love the very people you minister to. If you are anointed, but you don't love the person sitting right next to you, no one will allow you to minister to them. I believe with everything in me that being anointed anointed is such a great reward from God, but not everyone will be anointed. Everyone has the potential to be anointed, but are you willing? Are you the one willing to seek that reward? Are you willing to sacrifice? Are you willing to lay down some things in your life to let God use you in the ways you never thought you could be used? Are you willing to take that extra three-foot step that Brother Paul was talking about Sunday? I don't know about everyone here, but I am willing to risk it all for my calling. Sacrificing some things to be reward can be hard, but at the end of the day, you'll look back and say, man, God brought me out of that relationship. God, God brought me away from that group. I'm not addicted to the drugs, to the alcohol anymore, because I took what the Word of God said, and I applied it to my life, and I laid it at the feet of Jesus. There will be coming a day when it, where a trumpet will sound. There will be a day where you're standing in line at, at the pearly gates. There will be a reward coming, but are you ready for that reward? This reward is greater than being a preacher. It's greater than being anointed. It's greater than being a sheep keeper. But we have to thank that preacher for leading us to Jesus. We need to thank that one that God had anointed for speaking into our lives. We need to thank the sheep keeper for keeping us from going astray. I never want to forsake that anointed leadership in my life. As the musicians come quickly, I'm telling everyone in here, the end is coming. It could be in five minutes. It could be in five hours. It could be in five weeks. Or it could be in five years. But to the eternal time clock, it will be as a moment. It will be as a second. You and I will hear that trumpet sound. I've come to tell you with these few seconds I've got left, it's time to get ready. It's time to get ready. Jesus is coming. I want us to all come to the front. If we could all stand, I want us to all come to the front. We're all going to stand in that line on Judgment Day. We're going to be rejoicing, thinking we made it. But you never forgave that one person. You never asked God to forgive you of your sins. 
I want to be rewarded by God. That greater reward is to hear, well done, thou good and faithful servant. Thou hast been faithful over the few things. I will make thee ruler over many things. Enter thou into the joy of the Lord. Oh, what a day that will be. It was worth it all. I have got my reward. This reward is within not is not with the drugs, it's not within the alcohol. But the reward is to be with Jesus. But there is always a but. There may be a few that are in that line. You have done wrong things in your life. You cause trouble. You do sin. And you don't, and you don't even regret it. You will face God on that day. And you'll hear what you never want to hear. Depart from me. Ye that work in iniquity. I don't want that to be anyone in this house tonight. Jesus is coming. And we need to be ready. If we can all lift our hands and close our eyes. I want to be rewarded by God. I want the reward greater than any other reward. Tonight we need to repent of any wrongdoing we have done. Lord, bless our hearts today, Jesus. Lord, forgive us for what all we've done wrong. Oh, God. Well done, thy good and faithful servant. Forgive us, oh, Lord, for what we've done. Lord, keep us straight, God. Lord, let us not be any workers of iniquity, Jesus. Lord, let us enter into paradise with you. Oh, Jesus, Jesus.